Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Tobias Harris to Embiid. Embiid is pushed by Bogdanovich. Nine seconds ago, dribbles beyond the arc, fakes a three, shoots a three, it's up, and good! 5.9 to go, Embiid is tied in at 118. Mitchell walking down the court, shake falls down. Utah trying to tie him up, and it will be a jump. Donovan Mitchell is called for a tee. He did not even change ends. He was walking down the court and just totally yelling at the official the entire time, and he has now been thrown out of the game. Spidey, what's going on? It's 31 seconds to go. It's a five-point game. He gets a double T whack, and he's out of here. Are you kidding me? These drones said he just threw a cooler right at one of the event staff members, and he pounded him on the shoulder like, sorry about that, big guy. I'm never, ever one to blame a ref, to blame a fish. I could say I, we could have done more, but this, this is getting out of hand. You know, there have been games like this that we've won. There have been games like this that we've, we've lost. But this whole refereeing stuff and the way we're, we're nice, we don't complain, we don't, we don't get frustrated, you know, we fight through things. And the fact that we just continually get, get screwed in a way by this. You know, like we, we won this game, in my personal opinion, you know, but like I said, I'm gonna give them credit. They won whatever, cool. But like, it's getting ridiculous, KK, that this is, this is what's happened. I'm sick of it. To be honest with you, we all are. It, like, it, it eats me. It eats at me, man. It's, y'all know what it is. We all know what it is, but it's, it's really getting out of hand. It's really, really, really getting out of hand. Donovan Mitchell after the Jazz lose to the 76ers in overtime, 131 to 123. He went off, expect he'll get fined. Rudy went off, I expect he'll get fined. There are no secrets. Everything on the Zoom calls is going right to the league and getting posted on the league website. And the Jazz go into the break with back-to-back losses for the first time since uh, the trip to New York City when they lost to the Nets and Knicks back-to-back. And they've lost three out of four on the trip and four out of seven. And PK, that was a lot of energy and a lot of emotion, but nothing changes the fact that they're now 27-9. and Does not, man. I'm going to need help from our listeners this morning, though. We can get to this, but I got to... I got to stay true. I'm not one to complain about the refs, but I want others to do it. <laughs> it's like you. He's you in the like right it town, when there's man. controversy as long as it's not involving you. He's in the right town. There are plenty of people willing to uh, willing to go off on the refs. There's a long, Why did you hear from them this history. morning? A long history of that. It They've never, got to come through for me. It never changes anything, but there's a long history of that. Oh, it can change things. It may yeah. not change things that have already occurred, but it can change things that haven't occurred. Got to give a, uh, a nod to Embiid. 40 points, 19 rebounds, and he hit a really difficult pressure three with five seconds left to get the game to overtime. Now the Jazz off for nine days. They're back a week from tomorrow. So... Shutting it down, and they can stew in that for a while. I've got two criticisms that I want to throw at the Jazz, and I'm a second guesser. That's what I do, and we can get to that, too. All right, second guessing coming up. I bet I can guess one of them. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Harden now. Left wing, front court, three on the way. Good! James Harden with a three. He's got 27 
And Houston needs a timeout. Levine at the point. Levine on the drive. Stops. Pops. Got it. A three ball on the right. Zach Levine with another triple X's his fourth. In seven attempts, he's got 30. Same top of the key. Against Baseball, steps back. Deep three. Buries it. Damian Lillard from same distance. And the Blazers lead 108-106. Down to seven seconds left. Over to Green. Green, head fake. He dribbles. Goes up for the layup. It is no good. It's an offensive foul. Charge. Damian Lillard took the charge. Damian Lillard draws the charge with 3.3 left. Damian Lillard and the Blazers beating the Warriors 108-106 despite a 35-point performance from Steph Curry. And since referees are going to be the topic of the morning, PK, Steph Curry with a ridiculous circus shot, as Buller would say. Circus shot! Drive into the hoop, bangs in Ennis Canner, thought he was fouled. Hit the ground, looked at the refs. Meanwhile, he flings the ball from directly underneath the hoop. Flings it up on top of the backboard, and then it comes off the top of the backboard without hitting the shot clock, because that would have made it out of bounds. Off the top of the backboard, into the hoop, but no foul on Ennis Canter. And it's a two-point game. Heartbreak everywhere. Lillard didn't have that big a game. He had 22 points, but he hit big shots. Yeah, I couldn't get into any NBA last night after that. Obviously, you watched that game, and you just described that play in excruciating detail, but what does it matter? Lakers have lost 7 out of 10 now. They had a big early lead against the Sacramento Kings, but they lose 123-120. to 120. Lakers shorthanded. Uh, Buddy Hill went for 29 points, and the Kings get the victory. Best buddy since Elf. <laughs> nice. Uh, also in there, you heard uh, Rockets-Nets highlights. The Nets predictably win 132-114. James Harden has a triple and double in his return to Houston. Rockets have now lost... 13 in a row. How long will that streak get? I don't know. Uh, Mavericks, Thunder. A freakishly low-scoring game. Dallas wins it. I didn't think they played the fourth quarter. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Dallas wins 87-78. It's it's 1994 again. 87-78. They grind it out. I thought it was like baseball spring training. or We're done after six today. (laughs) <laughs> we just don't have enough pitching, guys. We're going to call yeah. it right here. Right. Going to shut it down right here. Uh, Porzingis uh, went for 19-13 and 13 in that game. And so they get a win. The Mavs get a win without their star, without their big gun. Yeah. Get it done anyway. Get the victory. No Doncic. All right, short-form video content company Overtime announced it's launching a professional basketball league that will compensate high school-age players in hopes of funneling elite talent away from both high school and college basketball. Overtime will launch the league, Overtime Elite, in September. Going to target top-ranked elite players ages 16 to 18 who are willing to forfeit their remaining high school eligibility and future college eligibility to earn six figures. No travel, they can operate in one city and look for 30 players total from around the world. Teams will play each other, and then also uh, American prep schools and uh, foreign clubs from other countries. Gives this thing a chance of working, PK? Unorthodox, outside of the box. But money talks. No, no I mean, yeah, money does talk. Hence, uh, Zion goes to Duke. We already know money talks. Mm-hmm. It's been talking for a long time. 
No, you're gonna. It's the same. It's the re- reason why kids wouldn't want to go to the G League. You're gonna play in front of 500 people sometimes, as opposed to being big man on campus for a few months. DJ and they're, already and PK. Getting, they're already getting money in the interim. If they don't think that, you're naive. Hashtag college basketball. Utah gets 23 points from Timmy Allen. Had a lead midway through the game, but Oregon State rallies, takes control, and turns the Ute turnovers into a 75-70 win for the Beavers. And Utah drops to 10-12. and 12. A winnable game slipping away as the up-and-down season continues. Aggies tonight playing Wyoming, 7.30. Scotty G's got the call on the zone. Pre-game show at 7. Game tips off at 7.30. Aggies firmly on the bubble. Definitely need the win tonight. 16-7 overall, 13-4 in the league. And they get the Cowboys. Makeup game from earlier this year. Where's the game? I think it's in Logan. They're in Logan for this one, and then on the weekend they're at Fresno. Big Sky action. Weber State hosts Northern Colorado, 7 o'clock. Southern Utah's on the road at Portland State. Weber State, SUU, and Eastern Washington in a crazy three-way race in the Big Sky. And, of course, it'll all come down to the tournament to see who, the conference tournament to see who goes to the NCAA tournament. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I, I will answer the call, you know, if, if it's made. As it pertains to Sam, I mean, I, like I said, Sam, Sam's a, we think, a dynamic player in this league with unbelievable talent and who's really, really has a chance to really hit his outstanding potential moving forward. But, um, you know, like I said earlier, if calls are made, I, I will I will answer them. I think Derek Carr had his best year yet under John Gruden. I think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, and we couldn't be happier with him. But if you're asking me about Derek, I mean, I think John and I would both stand shoulder to shoulder and pound the table for Derek Carr. That's Mike Mayock, the Raiders GM, who also said, I have no idea who might call me for a trade or who might not call me. So he left the door open. Crazy offseason for quarterbacks. And that was Jets general manager Joe Douglas, who sounds like he's going to trade Sam Darnold. But, hey, you call me and you pay top dollar. Oh, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they? I mean, Maintain the leverage. None of these guys or neither of these guys are untradeable. I don't see that. So, right. obviously, if somebody gives you an overwhelming deal and you can make your ball club better, I don't care what team you have. If you can make your team better, that's your job. And so you have to consider if somebody would give them uh, outrageous amounts of uh, players and picks for Tom Brady. I think Tampa Bay would consider it. I mean, you have to. Are they untradeable? I don't know. Are Watson and uh, Russell Wilson still in the league? Because if Deshaun Watson's offered, those two teams are going to be making moves. NFL announced they'll issue NFL Combine invitations to 323 players from 100 schools, even though there won't be a Combine. BYU had six players receive invitations. I guess Pro oh, Days... So I, can, I can win the lottery even though I get no money? Yeah, and Pro Days will have to, uh, will have to <laughs> suffice. They do have a crazy amount of film. They could go off all the tape. The video, since it's not film anymore. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. MLB is going to hold a, uh, a league-wide, leagues-wide, sport-wide, Lou Gehrig Day starting this season, honoring the Hall of Famer, the Yankee first baseman, whose grace and courage 
Fighting ALS inspired a group of those affected by disease to make June 2nd synonymous with him. So, got that to look forward to. Brack, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. is lining, is landing. Ugh. Former Boston Red Sox center fielder, going to the Milwaukee Brewers for two years and $24 million. And he'll have an opt-out clause after the first year. So if he has a big year, can get some more money, he can go chase it. It's a very, very NBA-ish type structure to the deal there. Great. Is Lorenzo Cain coming back? No idea. <laughs> Do you know who Lorenzo Cain is? Uh, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Cain's favorite kid. Oh, he's their center fielder. He was the center fielder on the Royals when they won the All uh, World Series. He's an All-Star player, and so he uh, he sat out. I think uh, a good portion of last season, opted out because of the situation. So hadn't heard if he was coming back or not because there was a uh, uh, Ian Desmond for the uh, the Colorado Rockies who opted out last year. Said he was going to opt out again this year. Yep. So I was just wondering if Kane was. Uh, doing the same thing as to why they would sign Jackie Bradley Jr., who's a very good defensive player who needs some help on the offense, but very good defensively. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Jazz hit the all-star break. Gives us a little bit of time to focus on College football, our spring football tour. Michelle Gardner, ASU beat writer for the Arizona Republic, will answer all of PK's questions. And ASU is playing the Utes and the Cougars. So, and SUU. And SUU, yes. Craig Bullerjack, TV voice of the Jazz, will be along at 9 o'clock to review all the crazy lists last night. We'll get his take on all of that. Coming up next, the question of the day. How disappointing was that? And we will get to that next. Stay with us, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. I remember one time a good friend of mine and I went to the grocery store and he started throwing things over the aisle to me. And I had to catch it. A can of beans flies over. I caught it. Then he threw a glass container of syrup. <laughs> if I hadn't caught it, uh, it would have been clean up in aisle five. That was a long setup for that joke. It wasn't a joke. That was a long setup for If I would have missed it, it would have been <clears throat> clean up. <laughs> no. Aisle five. No, that, that wasn't even the Then the, the CSI Miami theme starts. <laughs> If I hadn't caught it, uh, it would have been clean up in aisle five. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O' Tires, the team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes a Toast, brought to you by Jerry Signer Cadillac. Right now, you can get up to $6,000 in purchase allowance on the XT lineup. Experience the luxury you deserve by booking a test drive today at Jerry Signer Cadillac. Well, how frustrating was that? Mm. Jazz and the Sixers, big game, best record in the East, best record in the West. Overtime. Felt a couple times like the Jazz were pulling away and going to win that thing. Then the Sixers reeled them back in. And if you're the Jazz, you think they reeled them back in with some big-time help from the refs. And then Embiid hits a massive shot, and overtime is just all Philadelphia. 
<laughs> Clint says, well, it's pretty obvious to me the NBA doesn't want to see underprivileged kids get scholarships. All right, Clint, that's good. That's good work. And the NBA is the most woke league out there. And yet? Shut it down. All right, we got a long list of people waiting to uh, share their multiple levels of frustration. We got a few trolls who root for other teams willing to stir the pot and see if they can put some salt in the jazz wound. You had a couple things. It's always two with you. <laughs> what do you got? Well, I, if you want to complain about the rest, I can't do it. I got to stick to my. My credo of never doing it, so give us a call if you want to complain about the refs, because I can't do it. You have to do it. This is up to the listener today. If they want me to talk about refs, it's just not my thing. But I'm allowing them to, because I think it's justified. But I can't do it, because I made a commitment. I made a commitment before I even got to this life. One of the things I said before I left, I said, I can't complain about refs. I said, all right, well, we're okay with that. And they still sent me down here against all odds. Um, you know, Embiid hits that big three. Do we really want to switch off Embiid in the last seconds and have Bogdanovich guard him? Easier to shoot over. No, not really. Having said that, I thought Bogey got pretty close to him. Didn't want to foul a three-point shooter. I get that. That's not the question. The question is, do we really want him on? No, is what I said first. The first word answered. No. I know, but you, then you, you justified it. You don't want it uh, because Gobert's bigger and harder to shoot over. Right. So in that situation, and I'm not a basketball guy, and I'm sure Locke's got stats or this or that. They can prove me wrong and whatnot, whatever. I'm fine and all that. Uh, I just go by feel. This is entertainment to me. It's not life or death. Um, I would have liked to have seen Gobert stay with Embiid at all costs. Because I time and score, give up a two. Right? You're still up by one, right? Yep, it was a three-point game, and Embiid yeah. saw the clock when he stumbled and dropped the ball, and you could see it was just like a jolt of electricity, like... Well, we had 21 seconds, but now we got 10, and I better take a three. We're getting too late here to go for two. And he goes back. Does he go back behind the line if Gobert's on him? Uh, he might have. I don't. You know, I mean, I can't tell you for sure. He might have because I think he definitely realized. Okay, we're getting we're getting pretty late here with the clock. If they'd gone quicker and he'd caught it and you know been able to score, but psychologically, who do you have more confidence shooting over, Bogdanovich or Gobert? No, Bogey. You'd much rather shoot over the smaller guy. Yeah. So that's it, one thing. That's one. Is the other one, do you foul with 10 seconds left? Uh, I'm okay with not doing that. Uh, if you want to, it seems a little early to do that. Yep. But if you want to do that, that's fine. That's your call. If you don't want to do it, fine. But I just want my best defensive player, who's the best defensive player on the planet, or so I've been told many times over, I want him on their best offensive player. And that didn't happen. And uh, maybe there was double screens and picks and diving to the post and flashing on this or that and all this basketball jargon you want to throw at me. That's all well and good. But I would prefer to have Gobert on Embiid in that situation because I think having confidence to take the shot in a lot of cases is nearly or just as or more important than actually taking the shot. 100% true. 
And then Joe Ingles had it going on big time, and they take him out because you're supposed to take him out. And you say, well, who should they take him out for? Uh, yeah, name the guy. <laughs> probably Roy, probably Conley, but you could have taken somebody else out. Royce O'Neal? I mean, in that situation there, uh, they were going to go at Bogdanovich no matter who you you had. I mean, but they, the, the, the overtime was just Tobias Harris going at Bogdanovich the whole time. Yeah, I was a little surprised because Embiid had it going. It took the ball out of Embiid's hands, but it worked. They got and buckets, so it didn't matter. So, so uh, Bogdanovich, take him out. I mean, Joe, Quinn Snyder told us that Joe got on the court because of his defense. That's how he actually first got out on the court way back when. So you're telling me that he was a defender first uh, and maybe Joe couldn't have uh, stopped anything. But I'm not paid to first guess. I'm paid to second guess. And those are a couple things. Joe had it going on. I mean, he was one of those games where you could tell, man, and he was, what was he, six or seven? And he had all the confidence in the world and nothing. He was just sitting on the bench at the end and the entire overtime. I mean, he just had to make sure that the security guard was okay when Donovan kicked the uh, water cooler or whatever it was. And that was it. I would have liked to have seen Joe out there in that situation. And and if you've got the sixth man of the year, apparently he's the sixth man of the year. We've been told that. I mean, he wasn't even out there for the last ten minutes of the game then. So those are just a couple things. But if we want to get to the refs, complain away. I'll be open to any complaint about the refereeing. Well, I won't because I think what happened in the post game is going to hurt them down the line. It's hurt them before. We don't have to guess. We know. We've seen it. You know, refs see stuff, they hear stuff, they read stuff, and if they don't, they still get told about it and it gets back to them. I mean, we don't we don't I know I know plenty of people can start posting about Dick Bavetta and whatever call Kobe got um he fouled the hell out of me, you know, and then the replay says he does. I mean, this has been going on forever, and it doesn't change anything. But you can just stay really recent. A little more than two years ago, Gobert went off. Dwayne Wade got fouled at the end of a game, or didn't get fouled, if you're a Jazz fan. And he hits free throws and wins the game, and Gobert goes off. And he gets fined for it, fifteen grand. And then the next game, he gets called for a foul on the jump ball to start the game. Is one second off the clock, and he's in the book with a foul. And three minutes in, they kick him out. And everybody who watched that, who called our show, I, I don't know, maybe it was a Saturday night game and it was Monday, but probably the next day, everybody who watched that thought, well, that was retribution for what just happened. I don't think saying that stuff is going to get you any calls down the road. I think it's probably going to hurt you. You know, if you're going to go, if you want to complain about the refs and, you know, in a game with a gazillion judgment calls, there's always going to be stuff to complain about. And if you want to complain about the refs, hold it in and use it for fuel. Look at look at the biggest winners. Look at the biggest winners. Look at look at Jordan. Look at Belichick. Man, Belichick is always on to Cincinnati, on to Cincinnati. That's after the game, though. They played. The way they played in Philly, 
If they could have summoned that energy in New Orleans, they would have won that game. They played much better in that Philly game. And there was stuff going on all through the game that was driving them nuts. Quinn, who doesn't want to say anything after the game because I think he thinks it doesn't work and it doesn't pay off, he's just as mad or as frustrated and sees no, no calls. It's 92-90 in the fourth quarter, and Quinn's already irritated. And Conley goes to the hoop, and Conley thought he was fouled. It was in front of the Jazz bench. They clearly thought he was fouled. And Philly goes down and scores, and Quinn calls timeout. And you can see the camera cuts to him, and he is so mad. He is so mad. But it, it doesn't help to go off after the game. I mean, he's out there on the court, and he's waving his arm. He's clearly furious with the ref. So you're criticizing the players for it, going off it after doesn't, the game. It doesn't pay off. So you're criticizing the players yes, for going off it the doesn't game. pay off. Yeah, see, I, I don't. I think they're human beings. And the frustration got the best of them. Yep. And I can live with that. And we okay. see this all the time from other teams. Yep, we I do. Mean, I can't expect these guys to be perfect. I know we hold them up to be these unbelievable people and all that stuff. And that's fine. You can have fantasies all you want. And maybe it's real. I really don't care uh, as long as they're not breaking the law. Uh, but they feel like uh, they're frustrated in the moment. And you've got 10 minutes and, and they, you, yep. they're supposed to go up there and answer questions. I will allow a human being to be a human being. Yes, in the moment, and that's fine. But well, we watched the. You. We watched the. No, it's all understandable because you're right. They are human beings, and they are in the moment. And we've all done it, and I've done it a hundred times over. But okay. if you really want to win, Jordan was. We watched that whole documentary. We had nothing to do. He was gassed, and he summoned energy by getting mad about stuff. He summoned energy by getting mad about stuff that didn't even happen that he made up. And so yeah, and when you're I, that mad, sit on it and use it for 31, 32, yep. 33, 34. Yep. Mitchell's 24. Yep. <laughs> Let's never forget that, which is actually good. <laughs> he is 24. He's got <laughs> at 44. I'm not sure I was grown up. I'm not sure I am now. <laughs> uh, in terms of being anything close. My emotions get the best of me probably 10 times a day. Uh, that's exaggeration. That's not true, but, uh, you get the point. So let it out. Why not let it out? They don't, they don't have a game for, uh, eight days. Okay. Well, let it out. The next time this happens on the next road trip, you're going to have another back to back. And clearly, even though they're pretty deep and they're playing nine games, you know, we've seen their level drop when they play these back to backs on the road. You know, Mm -hmm. we've seen it twice this year. And one time they fought through it against Indiana and then in New Orleans, they didn't. And, you got to use this kind of stuff for fuel. It's what the best well, do. New Orleans and, was the first game, wasn't it? Or no, it wasn't back. No, New Orleans was, Orlando was. New Orleans was Monday. They played back to back in Miami and Orlando on Friday and Saturday, and I thought they were gassed in New Orleans. And so, when you're looking for something, and that's that's the whatever it takes, you know. Yeah, it's two <laughs> let all things, that rage though. and all that fuel against the refs. I mean, that thing, it's always in the background. It, it never goes away. Conley had an epic bite that gets, um, why, you know, it, it gets lost in, uh, in Donovan and, and to a lesser degree, Rudy. But, but Conley was asked if, you know, are you getting a, a different whistle? Do you feel like, you know, you, you guys are getting a different whistle? And he said, I, I felt like that my whole career. <laughs> Referencing, obviously, he was in Memphis, smaller market, not glamorous. He doesn't get picked for the All-Star game there. And, yeah, I mean— He's 33 years old. It never changes. Right. So he's got maturity on these guys. But you can still learn from what happened. 
Sure. And who's to say they won't? I do. Well, there you go. <laughs> but that, so we that agree. <laughs> no, I, I disagree completely about them not being able to pop off. You don't think they'll learn from this or that they could learn from well, this? Uh, that's not the question. My question is, should they be able to – was it okay for them to pop off? Uh, that's the question I'm answering. Should they be able to pop off after the game? Yeah, have at it, man. You got real emotion. You felt you got jobbed. I mean, there was no question Embiid ran over Gobert on that one bucket there at the end of regulation. Just friggin' ran, ran him over. over. Yeah, I know. Like he was a truck and and Gobert was a, on a bike. And there was no call whatsoever. That was absolutely ridiculous. So if I'm these guys and invest all this emotion and I feel like I got jobbed, absolutely I'm going to go off. It, it, ten minutes later, no less. Not an hour later. Ten minutes later. Yeah, and and, and Donovan came out so quick, which yeah. everyone everyone appreciates because there are people who have you know taken forever to come out. Stockton made a career of it, and so Donovan was probably out in under ten minutes. I mean, he was out fast, and, yeah. and partly, obviously, he was already back there because he'd been kicked out. Well, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. In the final seconds. Still so took it, a couple minutes to play the last 30, but he didn't have to come out that fast, and he did. So, so everyone yeah, who wants so to quote appreciates like that. Going up to him almost on an on court interview, <laughs> practically, from the time that it's, it's so. so he didn't have time to go to the bathroom, and he's already answering questions. He's fired up. He's 24 years old, man. Have at it, Donovan. Give me some real emotion. I finally get real emotion, and I'm going to tell these guys, don't give me real emotion because some Yahoo three months from now might remember it and call a foul on you? Nah, I'm not worried about that. I'm in the moment. Live your life in the moment rather than worry about what's going to possibly happen down the road. Some I don't know the names of these referees. I couldn't tell you one name of the referee. I don't get into that at all. It's, to me, it's entertainment. It's like try, I don't know who the producer of some movie is when I go to it. I'm not, I know who the stars are because like, I want to be entertained. That's so this Sports is nothing but entertainment to me, and so that's the way I take it. So I don't know who these auxiliary people are. I don't care about it. Uh, as a fan, doesn't matter to me. For others, fine. If it does to you, go ahead and do it. But I, I, I got to allow these guys to be who they are. That's where they got to where they were by being who you are. And now I'm going to criticize them for coming out and saying something like that? Absolutely not. I'm going to pat them on the back, and then when you wake up today, it's going to bug you a little bit. But by dinner time tonight, you moved on, and, and uh, you got to make your way to Atlanta for Gobert and Mitchell. And then you come back uh, whenever they reconvene, if it's Wednesday of next week, whatever the schedule is. Then you attack the second half of the schedule. It'll be fine that way. That's the way I would approach it. So more power to them for saying, and if they get fined, so be it. They got money to burn. What's the difference? I mean, the amount of money that they're going to get fined, who gives a crap? These guys are millionaires a million times over. So and then that doesn't matter. That's, that's all symbolic. Jamie says, I mean, this is the Jazz. We all know deep down we'll never win a championship. The disappointment is all we've really got. Got some thumbs up and some laughing for that. Disappointment is all we really got. Getting out of town. That's like, uh, so I'm going to go to a movie. Oh, and it's not going to win some, well, they got 5,000 award shows. These Hollywood people just think they're all that and pat themselves on the back and give themselves awards. And we're supposed to uh, be forced to watch it on television. I'll never watch another one of those shows again. But it's like, I'm not going to go to the movie because it didn't win an Oscar. That's ridiculous. Enjoy the moment, man. That's what it's about. Because moments, uh, uh, either sooner or later, moments are going to be gone. 
<laughs> and you're not going to have them. And they're going to be over. And so enjoy the moment while you got it. And they've provided to, to date some pretty good, fun moments. And that was an exciting game. And it didn't turn out the way you want from the Jazz perspective. I get all that. And most of our listeners, that's who we're talking to. I sympathize with you. I can't suffer a major letdown. That's just never the way I've been wired. But I get that you can. So, And then you have a few days off here. Get back at it. And, and you get to see your guy coach the All-Star game. That's pretty good. That, there's no refereeing involved in that or any of that stuff. That's something that you earn. And they can't give it to you because you're somebody's son or whatnot or who whatever. No, you earn that. And so turn on the TV Sunday night and watch Quinn Snyder. And because I don't know whoever the announcers are going to be, Doris or whomever, they're going to get y'all give you nothing but praise there. So just wallow in that. Plenty of good times ahead, people. I mean, Brandon's going to agree with me. If he doesn't agree with me, I'll, I won't talk the rest of the morning. Bull. 855-340-ZONE. <laughs> 855-340-ZONE. I got to call him like I see him, PK. That was a quick whistle. Good call. That was a quick whistle. All right, let's head to Brandon. Oh, Brian. Brian, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You don't sound like a Brandon. uh, Nice. Thank you. (laughs) No, not a Brandon at all. Um, But uh, I was just calling. This is why I think everyone gets so frustrated and wants to give up watching sports sometimes is because of the, 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 the no calls at the end of the games. The, the, like, cause I, I don't know, like it's so stupid that if it's a foul in the first quarter, it should be a foul in the fourth quarter. And I'm so tired of hearing like announcers and everyone, Oh, you got to swallow the whistle. If you're a referee, you can't call that. It, I, I'm a true believer. The integrity of the game, if it's a foul, it's a foul, call it. It doesn't matter what time it is. And if, if you haven't been making that call the whole game, then you shouldn't be calling it at the end of the game. Uh, that's the way that I look at it. I, I don't know how you guys see it, but that, that's why I get so frustrated and, and on and well, off with uh, NBA I, I basketball. Wonder in that, I wonder in that situation, though, if they thought, well, it's the end of the game, so I can't call a foul, or they thought that's not a foul. And so that's not a foul at any point. I thought Embiid running over Gobert was probably the most I, flagrant non-call that I've seen in a good while. I, I think it's I think it's a case of they think that they can't call it at the end okay. of the game because there's just too often that they do that, and 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 that's why everyone thinks that there's a conspiracy theory in the NBA is because a lot of times you know the 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 stars get the the foul calls or the non calls uh and and the people that are the, on the lower end of the totem pole get those calls or or they you know they just don't call anything <laughs> and and it just makes that other team or fan base think man it's fixed and i think that's why everyone thinks you know especially in this market because we've had so many questionable calls i feel like uh that, that should have been called or calls like you remember the Kobe Bryant one where uh, Rajah yeah, Bell yes. uh, was like a foot away from his arm and they called a foul. That's why everyone thinks that there's conspiracy theories. I, I don't know. It's just so frustrating. All right, thanks like for that. the call, Brian. Thanks for the call. I do think that the think issue it was in, Devin Brown, not Roger Bell, and I think you're right. And I do think that the issue in this game was more no calls. Uh, the one you're talking about late. Uh, was pretty flagrant, but I think Tobias that, Harris traveling. I think there were a lot of no calls in the middle of the game 
that we have forgotten now that we're setting off the coaches because Quinn really, oh, yeah, yeah. You he really Quinn tries to stay away from this stuff, and I just can't underline <clears throat> how unusual it is for him yeah, to be that fire. hot with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so yeah. all the stuff that happened at the end of the game, he was already on fire. You could oh, see it in his sure. eyes. You could. You know what I, I didn't understand? That uh, Royce O'Neal thing where the ball hit the referee. Why and, review that? Well, if the ref, I thought, if it hit him. I thought, it hits the, I thought the, the referee is like he's not there. So it doesn't matter if it hits him. If he's in bounds, he's. I didn't know of, that. Yeah, if I he's in bounds, he's part of the game. If he's out of bounds, then he is literally part of out of bounds. It's like hitting the floor out of bounds. But he never reacted. But but it shouldn't be. I would agree with you, PK. But that's how the rules written is. If he's oh, well, that's a dumb rule. Yeah. I mean, to the referee, if it hits him, it it, it, it every hits little him, thing. So be it. And the players didn't talk about that specifically. But we've seen players try to get out of the way of the ball before, or referees try to get out of the way of a ball, even when they're out of bounds. And he didn't flinch. He didn't flinch one inch. Exactly. And so I think that when you're already irritated and on fire. That's going to irritate you. If it hit the ref, it doesn't need to be reviewed. The ref can just look at him and say, the ball hit me, Philly ball, and point Philly's way. And they go over and review it, so nobody's thinking it's about the ball hitting the ref. Everybody thinks it's about the foot. So, yeah, but if, if it hit the referee, then the play would have been dead and the Jazz would have no complaint anyway. I don't, I don't right. Know why would they? right. Because they don't think it hit the ref, or why didn't the ref know so it I would hit him? Want, I would want them to review it if I were the Jazz. Right. But once you were reviewing it, then it should be about the foot, not the ball hitting the ref. I think that you can look Maybe at that. Maybe he didn't know if, it hit him. If you're already, you don't know Maybe the ball hit you? It's coming yeah. right at you. You would know if the ball hit you or not. Not necessarily. Is, hmm. is it a glancing blow? I mean, if you're so into the game and something maybe nicks your foot, I disagree on that completely. Uh, that you you would be into refereeing the game. You're not looking down, and you didn't feel it, and it just barely nicked your foot or whatever it might be. Maybe you could think that that wasn't Caught the ball hitting me. Leg. If I'm going to make an excuse for him, maybe he thinks that Royce hit him, not the ball. Well, if you're into the game and your eyes are not down. You feel yeah. if the ball hit you. <laughs> well, but apparently I did. he didn't, though, unless, unless you're claiming that uh, – he they was wanted. Rigged. They wanted Philly to win. Yeah, I mean, that, if you you can't go the, thing is, the other way without going the one way too. Yeah, and the thing is, deep down, for all the people who are in the conspiracy theories, I don't really think they want Philly to win. <laughs> Well, who the they, hell is Philly? Right. Thank you. You're worried about the Nets for some stupid reason. You're not I, worried about Philadelphia. I, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go deep into what's the cons- show, and what's Embiid ever done? If you're going to go deep into conspiracy theory, you want Nets Lakers, and as a fallback, you want Nets Clippers, but you really want Nets Lakers. You, you don't want the Jazz or the Sixers. I mean, if that's well, I mean, the, no one's thinking that in the yeah. moment. That's preposterous. So I'm not even going to address that. Uh, there's plenty of people thinking on our Facebook page. Not <laughs> They're from already, the league perspective. They already think, yeah, oh, the league doesn't you're, you're, want the Jazz. You're, you're speaking as if you were a league member right now, not a fan. Right. Speaking as and a league member. And I don't member. think anybody from the league in the moment is thinking that. That that I, I would buy that the entire LAPD framed OJ before I bought that. <laughs> and how, can, how ridiculous that is. That's your privilege right there. You want privilege, I'll give you privilege. And that's money. Colton doesn't think that it's any conspiracy or anything. He just thinks they're bad. That officiating crew needs to be sent to the G League. I don't even know who it was. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, could, I, no I couldn't. I could either. Yeah. I don't, doesn't uh, matter to me who they are. 
I think one thing that nobody wants to accept is that a percentage of calls are just always going to be missed during games. There, there, there's too many decisions made too fast. It's too hard to referee. Sure, there's going to that's be. That's why calls. you look at free throws and the total number of free throws. If they're within two or three, you you just basically blow it off. But this game, they weren't within two. It was or three. thirty-five to nineteen in this game. Yeah. Yeah. That's a significant difference. Now I realize there's a couple of fouls at the end that padded it a little bit to uh, get the get it up there, but that was a significant difference. Hence, one of the reasons that Gobert and Mitchell went off, and more power to them for going off. I that to me, man, I'd much rather have them go off than to just blow it you off like the on, on to Cincinnati. You get out like, of town. You like the emotion and knowing how much they care. Absolutely, and Mitchell, man. Mitchell more than a Gobert. Gobert's already been out there so many times, but Mitchell more than Gobert, I thought, pulled the curtain back on that. He's barely getting started, and he's all worked up. Right on, Donovan. Power to Donovan. Yeah, I love that stuff because that shows me just how much he cares. And the fact that he got kicked out was even better. Yeah. The game's over. You weren't going to win it at that point. So what's the difference if you get ejected? Uh, but get, let them know what you think. Now, don't do that all the time. I don't want Draymond Green here. And then Draymond Green says something, you know, two seasons later after a slew of technicals and acts like, oh, I'm getting picked on. I mean, come on. To that level, no. Of course you're getting picked on because you've earned the reputation to be picked on. So I'm not talking about that. But we watch every game, and I haven't seen Mitchell act like that ever. So this is the first time. Don't make it a pattern, which his prior behavior would dictate and indicate that he's not going to make it a a pattern. So there's really nothing to worry about there. DJ and PK, break time. we got more reaction coming up. You want to follow in Brian's shoes, 855-340-ZONE. You can hit us up on Facebook, DJ and PK. On Twitter, David DJ James. Grab your phone, use the app, use the open mic feature, send us your audio, y'all can get it on the air. Your takeaways after the Jazz lose to the Sixers. They are off to the All-Star break now. Coming up, 15 minutes, spring football tour. Michelle Gardner, Arizona State beat writer for the Arizona Republic. The Utes, the Cougars, and the Thunderbirds playing the Sun Devils this year. Talking with Michelle in about 15 minutes. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Have we ever talked to John on the air? No, no, and I've got questions. Is he there? I'm here. Hey, John, how are hey, you? Hey, John. I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, John, yeah. we have you. No, no. We've had a, uh-huh. a, a long back and forth about a pitchfork incident. I want to know the details of my buddy here and your brother running a pitchfork through you. <laughs> we were out working and, you know, cleaning our ends or whatever you want to call it. And uh, he thought that he was like King Triton and he uh, threw that pitchfork and uh, oh! exactly <laughs> threw enough. He just it on the mark and put it right underneath the kneecap. Did you throw a trident? Yeah, and I killed a guy with a trident. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ PK brought to you apart by Zero Res. Dirt, dust, dander, and allergens are no match for Zero Res carpet cleaning. Want the contaminants gone? Call Zero Res. Right now, just $33 per room to get your carpet Zero Res clean, but minimum supply. Call them at 801-288-9376 or schedule online. Zero Res carpet cleaning. Well, PK, events... And the end of the game have overtaken all the storylines we were talking about yesterday morning. But 
Yesterday morning we were talking about what kind of effort and energy are they going to come out with, how are they going to play, and I thought the answer to that was largely good. Now, we do have some people oh, here yeah, on Facebook yeah. saying, uh, uh, you know, there was too much one-on-one play, not enough ball movement down the stretch, and I would, uh, I'd underline that and put an exclamation point on it. And I get that uh, they have some success with the isolation stuff, especially with Donovan and Jordan, uh, maybe a little bit with Bogey too. But when the ball moves, and it did it really, it really did well at times in that Philly game, when the ball moves, Philly couldn't defend him. Most teams can't defend him. And I think that as we get later in the season here, and as you see teams try to adjust, I think the more they lean on that and the less they lean on the isolation stuff, and there'll always be a place for it and always be matchups you want to exploit. So it's not like it's all done and going to go away. But I think they have more success when the ball moves. And they, you know, they were, I thought the ball was, you know, the ball was sticking. Great basketball cliche, right? The ball was sticking and it was less movement. And then there's one possession late and they need a bucket and it's in the final minutes and they zip it around and go bare. The rotation breaks down. Too many guys trying to move in concert. It's hard to do for a long time. It breaks down and Gobert gets a dunk underneath the room. And the, the, the Sixers guys are just looking at each other like, I thought you had him. I thought you were supposed to be there. It was awesome. And I think the more they lean on that, the better off they're going to be. Okay, sure. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that, but I'm not going to criticize them in the moment there. They're trying to win a game and yep. do what they think is best, and they're caught up. It was an extremely emotional game. That's what I said. It was a statement game. I said that yesterday. Obviously, the way they played, the way both teams played, it was a statement game, and both teams wanted it bad, and so they didn't play their best down the stretch. I understand. That's what I'm, I'm looking for them to learn from. Uh, and go through it and review it and get better. That's why it was not a wasted effort as far as I'm concerned. And, and in terms of the effort, I give them an A+. Plus. I, mean, I, I thought they balled out. It wasn't perfect by any stretch, nor do I expect it to be. And so they're going to make mistakes. And they made, as you just want to say, you know basketball more than I do, so you can break that down as you just did. So be it. Uh, that's why I, I thought I would like to see Joe in there because he moves the ball, mm-hmm. and and then they look for Joe. And Joe, most of the time, if not all the time, every one of his points is scored off some form of ball movement. He's not necessarily a break it down one on one type of player. So uh, I would have loved to seen him in there because he has a tendency to inspire everybody else to move the ball. So yeah, it happened. And, and, and learn from it. But the effort was there. The intensity was awesome. You can't tell me that was just a regular season game in a slew of regular season games that didn't mean something a little bit more because it did. It is just a regular season game. I understand that, and it'll always be. But it was clear. It was clear from Embiid. Go read the quotes from Embiid where some Philly people in media were uh, hinting and saying that he was afraid to play Gobert. That's oh, yeah. why he sat out. And and uh, so he went after that, and he had some dripping sarcasm <laughs> to where he looked like he was, yeah, I was afraid, wasn't I? Those types of things. So that's what it's all about, man. His manhood was challenged to an extent, and he responded. He's a prolific offensive player. There's absolutely no question about that. And so even with that, even with that, the Jazz had their opportunities. And our fans... Jazz fans and listeners to DJ and PK and listeners to 1280 and 97.5, they will insist that the refs stole it from them. And that's part of being a fan. Yeah, so I I don't like to complain about the refs, but I will allow today's the day to complain about the refs. You're shocking me. You're stunning me with this. But I'm not going to do it. I want (laughs) them to do it. Yeah, but you don't even want them to do it. I know, but today, today's the day. 
This is the yeah, one the, the out whole of seventy-two. Point is you you got to get it out of your system. That's mm-hmm. my point. You can't keep it bottled up. Today is your day to complain about the refereeing. Chris, hashtag rigged. NBA refs are making good money tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Neil, we got jobbed, dash, again. All caps. A-G-A-I-N, all uppercase, huh? Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. I had to yell. That's why I had to yell. (laughs) When when people go all caps, I got to yell. If you hit caps lock, I'm yelling. Sure. Kevin says, very frustrating. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Cord says, it is what it is. They'll be all right. Deep breath. They'll be all right. Everything going to be all right. Justin. I wonder what the excuses will be in April. Cameron, Justin, shut up, bro. Lucky for you, you're my bud. No, he means May this year. In April, or April will still be regular season this year. You're right about the calendar. <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be mid May before the playoffs start. So a second round playoff series will be early June. The finals will be in. July. Yeah, I don't think the Jazz will start playoffs till what? At least like the twentieth, right? Something like that. Yeah, because yeah. they have to let that tournament thing that they, they do. got going on first. Yep. That's got to play out. I guess the advantage of staying in one of the top two C's will be getting seven or eight because they'll um, they'll have less off time. And in the case of eight, if I if I understand the format right, they're basically going to have no off time because seven wins that first game, so they'll have a break while eight plays nine. I like it. Yeah, don't so worry to, about that when we get there. But grind uh, right into it. Right now, I, I like the idea of uh, not penalize the team. Of the teams who aren't as good, but reward the teams who are better. You know, finally baseball did that. Uh, reward the teams for winning a division, and, uh, and that, that that to me that made sense. Don't just put them all in the same thing as if you didn't. There was no difference. So yeah, make those other teams go through a little bit more of a a grind, I guess you could say. DJ and PK coming up. 8 o'clock hour, we got more on the Jazz, more reaction to the loss in Philadelphia, the refereeing, the big possessions down the stretch. Going 1-3 and on a road trip. All of that. But next, Michelle Gardner, ASU beat writer for the Arizona Republic. The Sun Devils are playing the Utes, the Cougars, and the SUU Thunderbirds. Got a chance to win the state title. We'll talk with Michelle about the Devils next.